Alrighty, we are a few minutes behind. It looks like we're getting everything set up here. We had some uh, technical difficulties on the way. Oh, that's to be expected on a live show. On Halloween, while we, was it the Mercury Equinox or something I keep seeing on Facebook? I must have missed that update. Oh, yeah, it's got something uh, going on there. But uh, as we get started here, just a reminder, you are listening to Spirits, Oddities, and Mysteries. Because no good podcast starts with a salad. Hello, lover. Hello, darling. Welcome back to our second live episode, and I will warn you in advance, we have our microphones cranked up, so hopefully we're not blasting your eardrums, but we definitely wanted to be louder than our last live episode. The unfortunate side effect of this is you are going to hear a lot of background noise. (laughs) You know, the dogs running. Our daughter making noises in the other room watching a movie. Halloween. Spooky things. No, she's watching Halloween. Oh, the movie (laughs) Halloween. (laughs) I get it now. (laughs) So yeah, we're waiting for a few people to to sign on here. Um, Once again, as a reminder, if you're not able to listen to the episode live, it shows up as a regular episode. So if you hop on, you can't make it all the way to the end. Don't worry. You'll be able to come back and listen to this episode again later tonight and tomorrow and forever thereafter. And ever, and ever, and ever. (laughs) Well, well, did you have any pre-topics? I mean, the entire show is basically pre-topics to the topic. So, yeah, I do. I do have some some pretty interesting things that are unrelated to kind of the theme that I have for the episode. Tell me, tell me, tell me. So one of the more hilarious things i just had to give props to burger king for dressing up as a ghost mcdonald's i love it at one of their branches it was running around on uh facebook i saw it i was laughing i was like oh i definitely gotta give them props for that absolutely genius they put giant sheets over the entire burger king and then like spray painted mcdonald's and then they they posted in the uh Like their sign, it said, like, boo, just kidding. Our burgers are still flame grilled. Like a little stab at McDonald's there. I do love their uh, absolute chaos that they put McDonald's through with all of their shenanigans, like stealing their stuff and selling it for a dollar. Oh, yeah. They did a whole thing where they were stealing all of their, uh, the 
the Whopper and they were stealing the uh, whatever that McDonald's major sandwiches. What did is they it? steal the Big breakfast Mac. sandwich? They stole their breakfast sandwich for a while and yeah. actually sold it for a dollar. And it was actually better than McDonald's, in my opinion. And they did the whole like an entire like huge, I think a whole state of Burger Kings did all of the like all of McDonald's sandwiches. And they were just like, not the Whopper, but better. And they were like, what the what the Big Mac wishes it was. I mean, they just always do stuff just to like Stick have that fun McDonald's. banter I'll back and it. forth. Yeah. And uh, then, oh, did you have another uh, pre-topic topic? I did. A little listener update for everyone. Uh, Ivan Malat died on uh, October 27th at 4 a.m. Oh, he did die? He sure did. So. It's like you predicted that. I know the future, or I read the news occasionally. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, he finally succumbed to esophageal cancer, and um, hopefully that helps. Uh, I mean, maybe put a little uh, some minds at ease because you know he was just rotting away. I just typed into our chat room. Looks like we have a couple of people listening. Feel free to chat in the chat room and join us in this. Uh, live episode hello everyone looks like there's a couple people on there well also we went to statesville haunted house oh my god that was like they do such a good job hands down one of the best uh haunted houses that i've ever been to it was pretty cool and the fact that we were in the actual prison and they transformed it to a haunted house because uh yeah, for those of you that are not local to Illinois, it is a max security prison, which they no longer use, but have converted into a haunted house for Halloween time. They set it up like a full-blown concert. Yes, it was vendors. so cool. You can get drinks before you Fire get Fire twirlers. Do, they, I, do I see mom? Oh, you do. Hi, mama. Hello, hello. And dad. Oh, hi, dad. <laughs> They have music just absolutely blaring. And I mean, I think once you go through both haunted houses, it was what, like about an hour? Yeah, it was so, it was good 45 minutes to an hour of just straight haunted house, chainsaws, things jumping out at you. It was super cool. Yeah. Yeah, no. So uh, another topic that I was going to bring up here that I thought was absolutely fascinating was from allthatsinteresting.com. A Canadian grave robber was caught boiling human skeleton and and drinking the broth. Oh. This was a hundred year old skeleton that he had grave robbed and was boiling to broth? make a broth and, like and chicken noodle soup, but straight like straight up, but a hundred year old soup. human soup. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Just had to share it. I was like, man, these people are nuts. And this one kind of does go with the theme that I have prepped for you guys. Ooh. But I know yours is a little more Halloween-y. I, yeah, I did cover uh, this week. I kind of had a couple of questions about Halloween since it was Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Weird. Yeah, weird, right? Uh, but I was trying to figure out, like, why do we carve jack-o'-lanterns? Um, why do we dress up? Why do we trick-or-treat? Like, where did it all come from? And where did it all go? Cotton Eye Joe. 
<laughs> but uh, through my research, I found a lot of crazy stuff. So I think I'm going to touch on a couple of the uh, crazy, weird Well, I can't wait to hear reasons. it. Start us off. All righty. Well. Sorry about that noise you guys just heard. I would have normally edited that out. But again, we are live and that uh, had to move my mic. Oh, and our spirit of the evening. Oh, yes. Ah, we are totally in Halloween fashion. We're rocking out some spiked apple cider with some Calypso spiced rum. Once again, purchased specifically because of the hot chick on the bottle. That's uh, how we choose our liquor. Yeah, she's like a pirate pinup girl. It's pretty cool. Right? Can't really beat that. You can, well, you can. What's the other? Uh, yeah. the... <laughs> oh, um... oh, what is it? Or is it whiskey? Mm, you're talking about Sailor Jerry. Yes. Mm, Good stuff. Not is. really, but <laughs> love the bottle. Great packaging. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend looking at the bottle. <laughs> and then if you're already drunk, consuming some of the alcohol, because it's it's okay. Yeah. Once uh, again, probably not going to get our sponsors. This uh, way, but, you know. I mean, it's fantastic. <laughs> Sponsor us. Uh, but anyway, so I was looking into Halloween, and I did not realize that it all stems from the uh, uh, Ireland and the Celtic region and their beliefs. Because really, it started as like kind of a, a celebration of the end of their year because the days got dark really early. It was the end of the harvest. It meant oh, so like Illinois. Yeah, exactly. Post uh, daylight savings. <laughs> Not looking forward to that. Me either. It's still pretty far away, right? Like this weekend. I think Saturday or something. Shut yeah. your mouth. <laughs> really, really far <laughs> away. Really far away. Yeah. Um, but so they celebrated it, and it was also known to be when when the veil between the living and the dead was its thinnest, and they lit bonfires on these cold nights so they could kind of stay safer in a lit space. Really? So, you know, the ghosts really couldn't get to them because they had the possibility of getting lost in this in-between dead and alive world. The in-between Hey, I love that show. Um, but so, uh, of course, the you know, medieval Catholics really didn't like this. Why? Well, you know, they didn't like anything that wasn't, <laughs> wasn't what they were planning. Um, I wasn't asking for like a real answer on that one. Yeah. I, I was kind of being a smart ass. Smart ass. <laughs> um, but so what they did was they wanted to kind of distract their Christian faith-based people away from Samhain, was, which was the, uh, the Celtic holiday. And um, so what they did was they made All Saints Day. And a lot of us know that to be November 1st, but it originated, it was in May, but they shifted it so it was the day after Halloween, so they could take the attention away from this pagan evil. That was the part I think I've heard before. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually pretty cool because um, All Saints Day was also called All Hallows Day because it was a day of reverence. And then they also weren't pulling enough attention away, so they made another holiday. And it was called All Souls Day, which was November 2nd. 
All right. And this is kind of the first time that we see trick-or-treating happen, but it's not in the sense that we have today. Um, what they would do was All Souls Day in the uh, Catholic faith, they would really push that you had to pray for your loved ones because they were stuck in purgatory and it was horrible. Clearly, they didn't have enough money to pay their way out. Is that the problem? Clearly. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, so Just kidding <laughs> to our Catholic listeners. We know that's not exactly true. Yeah. Um, that is a myth, if you will. But so what they do is they tell... Depending on who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what was that? A little burp. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> we're, we're live, folks. No uh, But so what they did was the kids who were um, poor would go door to door and offer to pray for people's loved ones so they could get out of purgatory in exchange for little raisin cakes or... Rock on! Yeah. It was like a bribe a prayer. That's a, <laughs> a bribe prayer. I will give you prayer in return for treat. For a raisin a cake. A tasty treat. A tasty raisin treat. Ugh. Yeah, they liked terrible food back then. But, I mean, you know. I, I get down on some raisin cookies. They didn't have, so. like, Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> no, they did not. Well, Butterfingers. Those poor children. <laughs> Hershey's, at least. No. Reese's Pieces. Raisin cakes. Boo. Yeah. Um, By the way, uh, those listening live here, let us know if our audio is off. I, I don't know if I can go any louder, but give us a little feedback on that, because that is the biggest issue we face going live. Tried to solve it this time by just blasting your ears. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, so this whole thing of getting these cakes is called souling. So they would they would go trick or treating, but they called it souling because they were praying for souls for their stuff. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was pretty cool. But as people moved to America, and you know, we're I will give you two prayers tomorrow for a treat today. <laughs> The um, the Puritans obviously had their absolute strict religious views, and they did not want anybody else to say anything different and had those nasty pagan gods follow them to the New World. All right. So they had, uh, you know, issues with this, such as, you know, the Salem witch trials and all this. And this is kind of when we start seeing the witch come into Halloween and they start... Um, depicting it with the big warty nose and the brooms <laughs> and all these things. Uh, but By the way, we forgot to mention this is a drinking episode. Every time you hear that ah! I don't get to edit out, go ahead and take a shot because now you no, guys can appreciate take a, shot, take a sip. how <laughs> many times I have to edit that out of an episode. Between that and so... Uh, oh, um, so... Um, so... I'm going to get her a t-shirt with the sound bite of um, so, or um, and, with just the sound bite on it. Nobody else will know what it means, but we will, and it'll be awesome. It will be awesome. I'm hoping for that. There, for there, there's, another. there's another. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> drinking tart apple cider, so that is me uh, making sure I'm not spitting into my mic. Uh, but anyway, so. That's what the spit guard is for. You're safe. That's true. <laughs> Uh, but they uh, they had a lot of other things that they had to combat. Um, they had a a bunch of people who came over who uh, celebrated Guy Fox Day, 
And uh, say that ten times fast. Guy Fox Day. Yeah. Guy Fox Day. Guy Fox Day. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> but Probably best. People who came over from England celebrated this on November fifth, and it was a day that they celebrated a pro-Catholic terrorist who tried to uh, blow up a building with several um, big barrels of gunpowder. And when he was caught and tried and killed and made an example of, on the anniversary of it, people would go around and set fire to things, destroy buildings. Um, it just They just use this night to be crazy. And um, the Puritans did not like this, obviously. And they were really battling it out with them. And it was all around the same time as our Halloween time, the 31st. But um, throughout history, these things all just kept combining and combining until we're a little bit closer to our more recent Halloween when we enter the, the 1900s, which... This, this, this is the is, more recent? <laughs> I mean, from going back to Puritans and going back to medieval times, well... This is when trick-or-treating actually becomes a thing and Halloween is um, made like. This is when they started putting razor blades and apples for kids. Exactly. All right. They probably wanted to after you hear what they were doing. Fun fact, that's never actually happened. So they, um, at the, around the 19th, start of the 1900s, we start seeing the, um, the night before Halloween and Halloween night is absolute chaos. People are getting drunk and rowdy and demanding that people give them things. You mean like candy? No, oh, no, no, no. Okay. This is like uh, street performers with masks and they do a little performance at your doorway and then they'll expect you to. What? Give I would them give them so and... much more candy <laughs> if it wasn't bratty children in terrible costumes. If it was like well, street remember, performers, that would be great. They're, they're running amok and drunk and being absolute chaos uh, is getting better by the second right yeah. well by the time the 1920s and 1930s hit we had the great depression it was like just hanging out with our friends and people were going nuts they were burning down houses well they don't do that <laughs> every year uh often around halloween um well halloween eve and halloween day they would uh cause so much damage to these cities that they would you know have to pay thousands of dollars but we were in the great depression depression so we couldn't restore any of the damages that were being done to our you know chicago and um other huge cities all right well in an effort to change these um these evenings of terror people started putting uh, popcorn balls and caramel apples and treats outside and they were finding that the kids would take the treats but they wouldn't destroy their house so we start seeing this trick or treat literally either leave us it. a treat yes. outside or we'll destroy your property instead of praying for you for a treat <laughs> yeah. it's i won't break your shit if you give me a treat exactly I, these kids are geniuses kind of i mean evil geniuses hey Still geniuses. Little shits. Some of the most brilliant <laughs> minds alive have been evil. Well, in uh, the 1933, I believe it was, the um, the media took 
you know, took this and ran with it because they had to change what was going on. The country could not fall apart every year, one day a year, and we had to spend the rest of the year rebuilding. Yeah, we have St. Patrick's Day for that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so what they did was they put it uh, started printing flyers and, and making... sports teams. What? Destroying the towns after their, you know. Oh, yeah. Final their, victory. Their final victory. <laughs> Um, but, you know, they started putting out flyers and having um, events at civic centers, big, elaborate parties. And um, we see the first sales of Halloween costumes, which were highly flammable, toxic, thin masks and costumes that in the papers after Halloween was over, everybody was reading about everybody who got on fire. Awesome. <laughs> because you have to remember, they're also carrying around jack-o'-lanterns with right? flames in them and yeah no you're coming up to people's pumpkins <laughs> yeah. lean over oh that's cool <laughs> you just did an episode on spontaneous human combustion <laughs> yeah. this is another uh, exactly. another take on that but so what they did was they really pushed it to um turn it into a, a day for everyone to party together pulling the kids out of the night by themselves and putting them into situations that we now know as the mainstream Halloween. Rock on. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, good old Ireland starting us off. <laughs> but I will say the uh, the Scotsmen were the ones when they migrated over here who brought the uh, the night of terror and like they brought the destruction. So it was, you know. The mutual effort. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> But what I was saying about the kids carrying around jack-o'-lanterns, that was another thing I was wondering about is why the hell do we carve pumpkins? It was a scareaway spirits. Is that accurate? Um originally, yes. In the but the funny thing is they, they didn't use um they didn't use pumpkins. They carved turnips. Turnips. And potatoes. What? <laughs> yeah, there's a little tiny. We wanted. I'm doing this next year for <laughs> sure. You know, we're in I Ireland. I want jacko potatoes. Jacko potatoes. Um, and actually, I don't even know what a turnip looks like. A turnip? It's like a hard, round. Isn't it really tiny? It's smaller. It's not tiny. How do you fit a candle in it? Would you light my candle? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so Ireland started this with their turnips and potatoes because they Isn't have that racist because Ireland potatoes. I, don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't think so. you, you think way too much about my retarded comments. I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to being married to Brandon. Uh, but so Ireland actually had um, a reason for calling it a jack-o'-lantern. And that was because they had a Rick wants uh, a trick or treat trick or treat uh, treat. <laughs> Yeah. Does that mean? Oh, trick or treat. I think he's bringing us booze. That's what's happening. Do it. Yes. Or he wants booze. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Probably wants booze. That'd be nice. Uh, so anyways, what they would do is they have a old story about Stingy Jack O'Lantern. Um, and he was such a evil guy that when he died, he went to hell. But the devil didn't want him because he was that bad cool well being... evan doesn't want me hell's afraid i'll take over yeah <laughs> basically i just have a hat that said that 
So they, uh, the devil took pity on him because, well, he was so <laughs> The evil. Irish are not offended by anything, says. <laughs> <laughs> the true that. Cheers. Uh, but they, um, he, he was banned from hell, but Satan gave him an ember from his fiery kingdom. And he put it into a uh, hollowed out turnip and he roamed the earth with it. So they made the jack-o'-lantern. That's why we put fire in it? That's why we put fire in it. All right, I like it. So I thought that was pretty cool because, you know, we heard about it here and we were like, hey, you know what? Instead of potatoes, we should totally do pumpkins. Let's give pumpkins a purpose because (laughs) what else do we use them for? Pumpkin pie. Besides pie, yeah. Well, we wouldn't even have that much pumpkin pie if we didn't grow so many pumpkins for jack-o'-lanterns. There you go. Well, it was convenient because they were harvested at the time of Halloween, and they were much softer than the turnip and much bigger than a potato. And it was something to use the fields for when they can't grow corn. True that. Or other vegetables. Other things. But, yeah. So, but the kids all use these, you know, back in the day when I said they were carrying them around. They would put a sheet on a stick and then shove the pumpkin, the jack-o'-lantern oh, where, on it. where are you going with it? Oh, wait, what? Yeah. Follow, follow me. Follow <laughs> me. All right. Eye contact. <laughs> um, and they would light it, but they would walk up to random people's houses who had their windows open at night. And they would shove this lit, scary jack-o'-lantern face in these people's windows another tradition we need to bring back i like this as well so i just thought those were kind of fun little things to touch on about halloween for sure and uh that's pretty much that all your halloween topics yeah i didn't want to run us too late because i know i can be uh a little long long at my topics if i get too deep into it (laughs) (laughs) that's true his eyes twitching just a little bit not at all (laughs) Just a whole lot of editing. Yeah, he's the one who has to edit my 45 minutes of extra material that I throw in because I feel like every detail is absolutely pertinent. Which is true, for sure. So I am still going with the the Halloween theme, but in a little bit of a different direction, if you will. Tell me, tell me. So I am doing my portion of the episode on real-life zombie occurrences that have taken place oh hell no and and everybody knows the one i'm gonna start with this one was all over the media and i did mention it in a previous episode i'm not gonna go like super deep into it but just to kind of to kick off the zombie in case you didn't hear that episode or in case you're unfamiliar with this particular case eugene or rudy eugene i should say was the the naked zombie if you guys remember who chewed the face off of ronald popo a 65 year old homeless man oh i remember this it was bonkers absolutely bonkers i mean he like straight up got naked attacked this guy i saw some interesting tidbits in there that like he accused him of stealing his bible that he always carried around with him and then through at some point that's the only memory the guy had of like why why am i getting attacked by a naked man all right don't touch a man's bible but he didn't he like so when he stripped naked he he like surround circled his own car and like got in it got out it got in it got out it circled it these are like eyewitness accounts that saw this guy prior to the attack walked down the street started stripping off his clothes this is the cliff notes version of it attacked poor ronald popo and 
I mean, started hitting him, tackled him, and started ripping his pants off and repeatedly biting his face. To the tune of approximately 75% of the man's flesh was removed from his face. That's like an episode of The Walking Dead. Like watching Straight up. Like, (laughs) this guy is clearly a zombie. Now, you could argue for whatever reason somebody becomes a zombie is irrelevant because in the zombie movies, you have everything from drugs that cause people to become zombies. You have, you know, the Night of the Living Dead stuff where they have like some sort of supernatural spiritual curse that brings them back. All different types of zombies from fast moving zombies to slow, brainless, like... I just got around. a flash of every movie as you described it, like the hand coming out of the grave. <laughs> I saw sure. like that's what I was hoping for. Yeah, for sure. But so the thing is, I wanted to clear up a common misconception on this one. And again, I mentioned it in a previous episode, but the immediate like news reports were kind of just explaining this away. They're like, oh yeah, the guy was on bath salts and he just went nuts and got naked and chewed a guy's face off. Now, I don't know how common bath salts are but i'm assuming significantly more common than chewing somebody's face off naked but that's irrelevant because the experts waited for the results to come back before they jumped to any conclusions and the toxicology report literally no bath salts or any major street drug street drugs in eugene's system no no media like put that out i was gonna say there was no follow-up story being like hey guys by the way there was no drugs i had an office job at the time and i checked this every single day yeah because what else would you do at an office job right (laughs) and i eventually found like some local papers and things like that that put it out there but none of the major news outlets picked it up and were like oh hey you know how we just blasted everybody with this was caused by bath salts it wasn't so we don't know what caused it. The only drug in his system was minute amounts of THC. I have never known a stoner to eat someone's face off, no, no matter how bad those no, munchies they get. do get hungry. <laughs> but yeah, chasing a guy down, getting naked. We all know as a stoner, you're not chasing anything for any reason. You're best attempt might be to eventually make it to a white castle you know great movie yeah not really but you know okay and movie. Then... Pretty good movie. <laughs> uh so this guy no drugs all that jazz another zombie occurrence <laughs> that, that took place was august of 2016 that's pretty recent his name was austin Haroff, I, I believe, H-A-R-R-O-U-F. And he was a 19-year-old college student. He reportedly stormed away from a restaurant in Juniper, Florida. Another Florida one, by the way. Yeah, yeah I'm going to stay out of Florida. Where he'd been uh, dining with his parents and apparently got upset over the slow service. So naturally, he wandered into the neighborhood, found a couple, Michelle Mischen and John Stevens III, Sat in their garage with the door open, enjoying a quiet... Or they were sitting in the garage with the door open, enjoying it. Yeah. So he randomly starts stabbing and killing them and ripping away chunks of their flesh and eating it. A neighbor attempted to intervene. 
was stabbed. So he then decided to call 911 and police came, used their stun guns and a police dog and were unable to get him off of his victims. And they eventually like casual had to have (laughs) multiple police officers. I don't know why they didn't just shoot the guy, but they had like three police officers physically remove this guy from his victim and hold him down while they handcuffed him and used, you know, brute force to get him away from these guys. Hell to the no, no, no. And and back to that other zombie. I don't know if uh, you guys already knew this part of it, but he was shot once to try to like get him to stop eating the other guy. And then that didn't work. So they shot him four more times. Still unable to like even distract him from eating the homeless guy's face where they then just unloaded until he died. <laughs> That's uh, I forgot to mention that on the last zombie there. So once again, back to Austin Hroff, uh, his toxicology report came back clean. And once again, they originally thought it was bath salts and all that. But... I mean, sometimes I get really pissed off at slow service in restaurants. Right. And then you're just like, you know what? I should I stab, just and gotta eat go somebody. stab and eat someone right now. In his defense, he was both angry and hungry. For real. So it does make a little sense that, you know, if you're going to go kill some people, <laughs> you, you might as eat well too. eat them. So another zombie occurrence. This one uh, comes from Bellum in Brazil, the hometown of Bellum. This is a little bit of a different type of zombie situation. Is this a rage zombie? No, this one, this one's a little bit more sad, but I wanted to throw it in there because it's just kind of like another experience that is zombie-esque, but not in the same way. This was a two-year-old that they did not mention the name because of the underage aspect of it. But uh, the boy was in his casket. The family was, you know, mourning for their loss and all that. And the two-year-old starts stirring in the casket, sits up, says, can I have a glass of water? Says he asked for a glass of water from his father. The family, like, freaking out and ecstatic that he just, like, woke up wanted water what the hell and then seconds later the boy fell over again he was rushed to the hospital and was declared dead a second time what yeah oh heck no that's terrifying and an emotional roller coaster to say the friggin least quite and and to avoid redundancy actually there was another one where this happened again with a three-year-old but this time the three-year-old stayed alive oh Woke up at the funeral. Is this again in Brazil or? Another country. I didn't write that one down. I didn't want to just go over the same ones. But yeah, I was like, it happened more than once. That's crazy. That's nuts. So uh, yet another different like zombie experience that uh, people have had. This one, the name is F.I., I assume, from Haiti. I don't know if they have first and last names there. I tried to look it up on a couple different places and did not have anything other than F.I. from Haiti in approximately 1996-1997 era. A 30-year-old had died from febrile illness and was buried by her family the same day. Three years later, she was recognized by a friend wandering near the village. 
Now, <laughs> she was like, hey, uh, guys, not so dead after all. What? Yeah. So they brought her back to her family where her mother was able to confirm her identity with a facial birthmark. Okay. She was then also separately identified by her seven-year-old daughter, uh, her siblings, her husband. Did they dig her grave up? Villagers and a local priest. Hold that question. <laughs> <laughs> so the local court authorized the opening of her tomb and it was full of stones. What? Yeah. They have no explanation as to how or why she was not in her casket or how she got out of it or why there were rocks in it. She was both deaf and mute and unable to feed herself and just kind of wandering around. Oh, uh, was she deaf and mute before? No, not, no, not originally. No. No. So wow. she just came back. Now, there were some crazy accusations going around at the time. Uh, Either the mother or somebody accused the husband of zombifying her and like hiding her and that she had escaped or whatever. There was no evidence of this whatsoever, but like it's a mother in law thing, you know. She just <laughs> blamed the uh, husband. They had no evidence this happened. If I come back as a zombie mom, it was, it was Brandon. <laughs> yeah, it's always the husband. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that like it, they ended up not wanting her back either because they were like kind of freaked out by the whole thing, uh, and they ended up just kind of like sticking her off in a psych ward, and she lived out the remaining of her days or whatever in a, a psych ward. That so, yeah. sucks. That one was a little uh, <laughs> mother-in-law thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> fee or fi, however you pronounce that, bofum. Something like that from Haiti. Check it out. There's a lot more to some of these stories. Again, uh, we didn't want to like dig super deep because we can go forever on a single topic. We're just kind of skimming over some of the really interesting, like kind of little fun facts. Yeah. And then you can dig deeper if you want. Or if you're interested about a particular topic, let us know if we're capable of digging deeper into it. We'll do an actual episode on it and go deep into it. But moving on. Clarvis Narcisse. I don't even know how to like. Man, that was amazing. Uh, Yeah, this is. uh, (laughs) What country is this from? C-L-A-I-R-V-I-U-S and then N-A-R-C-I-S-S-E. However you want to pronounce that. This one is in Haiti as well. I think another one was Haiti. He died on May 2nd, 1962 after admitting himself into the Albert Schweitzer Hospital in De Chapelle, a town in the uh, Arbonate Valley of Haiti. These are like all kinds of words. Man, you chose a lot of words you can't say. Yeah, I didn't choose them. I was like, (laughs) where he lived, I can't really control that. (laughs) All that fun stuff. But anywho, yeah. So he had been suffering from a plethora of ailments, but no direct cause for his symptoms could be determined. He... Once again, if you guys forgot what I he died on May 2nd, 1962, but 18 years later in 1980, his sister Angelina saw him in a market. Now, this one's a little bit different than the previous 
came back to life and the family found them. Mm. This guy actually could recount memories of his own death. What? This included being buried alive. Oh, hell no. That's like one of my worst fears. Like people make sure if I die, I'm dead. Don't bury me alive. Now, there was some speculation as to like solving this particular case, but he claims that he had been placed into a death-like state by a bokar or sorcerer and had been buried so that he could be later dug up and used as a zombified laborer well at a plantation they have um it's i I watched this documentary on haiti they have a drug that they can blow in your face and they can totally mind control you like you have no free will and you're like a zombie like state but you just do what people tell you to do yeah bonkers and we definitely are going to do an episode on that because i've read into that one as well and that does come up in this because there is a researcher named wade davis that later investigated the uh, the case and essentially said that there was this drug that could be used it was derived from the datura plant Mm. and you could basically use it to put somebody into a a zombie-like state however the burying in the reverse and all that stuff like generally not the practice right and then the other thing is there was absolutely no evidence this actually took place they're just kind of like trying to solve it based on the information they have but uh he escaped after two years of slavery and wandered the the haitian countryside and uh he was unwilling to return back to the village until his brother that he believed had made a deal with the boker that turned him into a zombie passed away so once his brother died then he came back and Hell like, yeah, told everybody be, what happened yeah. I, I would avoid that too <laughs> assuming that's actually what happened like we're he thinks that's what happened and that's i know. mean who's gonna say he's wrong I, yeah i mean well there's there's no way of knowing and there's no way he has any evidence so it's especially you know from haiti it's just like hey he's back and got a crazy story <laughs> <laughs> very interesting this is when we get our first Haitian listener and they're like, uh, actually, <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be awesome. Maybe when we put that in the, uh, hashtag, there you go. They'll jump right on this. Uh-huh. We'll hashtag all these names and they'll be like, oh, we know that. Yeah. That'd be really cool. So the last zombie is unlike all of the other zombies that I have referenced so far. This one is actually also going to come up in another episode that I have planned, but we have yet to record. And the episode is going to be uh, along the lines of a the real life plausibility of, you know, the movie The Happening. Yes. I want to say it's M. Night Shyamalan. Yep. The, you know, Where the, the earth, the planet, like fights back and nature. Yeah. Na- know, yeah. Basically has people start killing themselves yeah. with some sort of chemical yeah. it's putting off. Send them all crazy like so uh, there is a fungus known as more words i can't pronounce but this one is ophiocordycep i like that Mm -hmm. ophiocordyceps yeah so it's a fungus that actually gets into the brains of ants 
And this one quite literally turns them into zombies and controls them to do the fungus's bidding. It's simplified. It's not like super elaborate, but essentially these ants have a very strict ritual that they do. They have a very specific job within their colony. As ants do. Right. Yeah, it's like they know, I mean, scientists observing and things like they know exactly what they're going to do all this. Well, when this fungus gets into the ant and it actually goes into the ants like brainstem and then controls the ant, causing it to climb to a high plant, bite onto the plant, like up where the sun is perfect for the fungus to thrive. Hmm. And then when it bites onto the plant, the fungus then paralyzes the ant, keeping it alive, but locking its jaw into the plant until the... Talk about, like, you know, you get a sore jaw from clenching your teeth. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. And, and, And while you're having a sore jaw from clenching your teeth, there's a parasitic fungus eating you from the inside out Mm. and like Mm. growing it like starts growing out all over the ant and like out its pores and then it has these little like balls that fall off of it onto other ants where it then repeats the process this sounds like a a one one of the options for the game would you rather (laughs) would you rather what's the other option (laughs) um you get poor service at a restaurant and you have to go and kill somebody to eat them. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm choosing that all day. <laughs> I mean, I'll end up in prison, but I don't have a, a fungus like eating me from the inside out. That's horrible. Yeah. So there will be more to come on the, the happening episode that I have planned. There is some more zombie like things in that episode, but I didn't want to include them all in this episode. So that is the end of my my zombie real life scenario. I'm surprised you didn't touch on the that chick in the back of the the van that would just like zombie raged and attacked like 15 people who was trying to arrest her and she went absolutely bonkers and was like biting at people and total zombie. Yeah, I don't know if I even know that one. It's a, a video that was caught on a dash cam in like Brazil or somewhere. And she just rages in the back of a pickup truck and is attacking people and just looks like a classic rage zombie. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. No, I will, I will check that one out. Uh, these all came from m.ranker.com. Though, as always, we'll post the link in the show notes. We'll also post images and links in the Facebook group, on the Facebook page, on our Twitter, Instagram. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. I'm definitely going to post some of the original masks from Halloween because (laughs) I know we have some pretty realistic and scary costumes nowadays, but these were terrifying. Oh, I've seen (laughs) some of those costumes. They are absolutely terrifying in a whole new light, like a whole new way. Yes stuff nightmares are made out of but yeah uh wrap up this episode here make sure you guys check us out on facebook at spirits oddities and mysteries check us out on instagram spirits oddities and mysteries check us out on twitter spirits with an s oddity and make sure you jump on and check out our patreon 
www.patreon.com forward slash spirits oddities and mysteries we have a whole bunch of options on there for you guys you can uh i got my stuff oh hey it's oh, my, yeah. my secret satan Woohoo! i'm so really glad quick, you got actually, it before we finish up why don't you tell people what the secret satan was oh you know what do that next year our um our favorite podcast morbid morbid on their facebook group they decided that instead of doing a secret santa they did a like a secret satan and uh they paired up all the members of the group that wanted to do it and we sent each other spooky ooky awesome boxes so um my secret satan will she's awesome and i've become friends with her and she's halfway across the country so it's super sad but um my box was amazing i have spooky wine glasses that i've just been loving to drink out of and did you let her know we actually had that beer opener like in in our our hands hands at the store no i didn't you know the cast she got i wasn't sure if she got that for you or if you got that for her and uh, I was like, wait, are you sending it? Because I was all excited that we got it. And I was like, oh, you're sending it away. But of course, you know, I'm not going to be like, cool. You, but she's like, no, we got that. I was like, no way. We had it like two yeah. days earlier, had it in our hand. And she's good at just like buying stuff when I'm not looking. And then, you know, I don't know, Chuck woman that. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was an awesome box. Like she, you're amazing and thank you thank you thank which you. cup holders those are cool to the uh, what are they called oh, coasters yeah oh yeah drink up witches these awesome little wooden cup holders and um my personal one of my favorites is the little bikini oh for men the men to mark your <laughs> wine glasses i did love those <laughs> i thought that was awesome <laughs> so it was super great oh and i wore my uh my witch hat that came in there to statesville uh haunted house <laughs> and man oh man did that get me picked on by all of the crazy uh actors and uh creepy characters because they all wanted to play with my hats so, <laughs> thanks i got extra attention through our experience from that one <laughs> she says love you guys so glad you loved everything we love you too thank you for listening and being an awesome secret satan for my yes, beautiful I wife loved here. It. it was so great um yeah, but I think that wraps up our, our Halloween. Yeah, just to finish up on the uh, Patreon thing, and just as a reminder to you guys, you have a couple different options on there if you like the ghost hunting stuff, which that episode, by the way, is coming together as we speak. Sorry for the delay on that one. We wanted to get it out in October, of course, but because it was a collaboration, we had to wait for all of the uh, material to yeah. come back from the team. And on top of that, this is there busy season because right. they're doing the ghost tours so i uh, well that and i mean everything that's being recorded is being recorded on four different or two different cameras and then four different uh recorders like audio recorders so you know we spent what eight hours nine ten hours there yeah it was a long night so and they were recording essentially the entire time so then you times that by six and that's how much data they have to go through while kind of like looking for specific you know like did something weird happen there did that happen you know, like it's a lot of work on their part i feel their pain because when we record an episode and it's you know an oh. hour and 45 <laughs> minutes of airtime, you know like that's at least i listen to each episode four times as i you know kind of edit it and you know fix up the audio and all that 
So it really, uh, I, I can only imagine how much they have to go through, oh, go yeah. through all of that info. But yeah, they finally got it to us. I still have to go through it. We got it two days ago. We have their interviews. And then we have the best part, the part that we can't wait to tell you guys. And we've actually recorded like a pre-episode three times now. Yeah. And we, <laughs> we're like, we want to do it justice. We don't want to just rush it out there and show you guys the best part, but then leave all the other stuff that we don't even know what's in there. So it's all coming together. It's going to come to you guys. I hope you love it. If and when you love it the one of the patreons is to invest help in us so we can do more of these ghost getting hunting. some of our own equipment going to cooler places going to more places overnights weekends they do like whole you know you can go and stay for two days you sleep over you do as much ghost hunting as you need to throughout the time it's really cool stuff but it all does cost money to and do in addition to that yeah, you and your damn box. My dark web mystery box. I promise you guys, once that episode comes out, you'll <laughs> love the fact that you guys helped make it come to life. They are not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. They range anywhere from $500 to $1,000 plus. Better stuff. I mean, this stuff is crazy. We're going to put together so much for you guys. Once we do that episode, you'll have YouTube. You'll have pictures. You'll have theories and all kinds of fun stuff to kind of participate with us it's going to be awesome so yeah check it out and you know what if you don't want to do either of those just become a samsonite which is just general support show we love you whoa i don't know if those were words general oh, show blah, support blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> i'll just edit that later don't worry guys yeah, oh wait we're live. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah thanks for listening have a great night have a happy Happy Halloween. Spooky-ooky. <laughs>